honor your father and your mother. If every family were perfect, there wouldn't be many problems in the world. But you know, I've, I've never met an absolutely perfect family. Every family has problems, relational or otherwise. Why was I ever a father? Why was my father ever a father? I didn't ask those questions. It was Charles Dickens. There is a mystery in families. Being a parent or a child, for that matter, is not something we fully understand or control. It's the gift of being part of a family, of being created. Last week I talked about our world of of shifting values and, and morals. Listen to philosopher Immanuel Kant from years ago. Parents parents usually educate their children merely in such a manner that however bad the world may be, they may adapt themselves to its present condition. As a person of faith, what does it mean to be a parent? in a world where morals and values shift as, as rapidly as some people flip through their remotes with the TV channels. Whether as a parent or a child, we are all tied to generational mystery and responsibility. A true story. While stopping by my mother's house for a visit, I discovered that my older brother and two of his children were also there. Jim's boys, ages seven and nine, were soon running around the house, slamming doors and making a general nuisance of themselves. And when their racket and noise level reached a certain peak, Jim reprimanded them quite harshly. Mother, however, quickly came to the boys' defense, telling Jim not to be so hard on them. Mother, 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 snapped Jim. They are my children, and I have a perfect right to discipline them. Mother smiled and said softly, I'm glad that we agree, Jim. I'm correcting mine. Honor your father and your mother. This fifth commandment is like a hinge or transitional verse connecting the five we've already looked at, all of which have to do with a right relationship with our neighbor, with others. Connects that to the next four we're going to be looking at, all of which have to do with God. The relationship of parents and children is critical to how all others will be treated. It's our foundational beginnings. And when we trace our origins back through our parents and 
previous generations, we see that our lives, one way or another, ultimately come from God. When we think of our parents and their parents, might it be interesting to think as Norman Cousins when he said in contemporary terms, history is a vast early warning system. Or from another perspective, words of William Faulkner, the past is never dead. It is not even past. History is the continuous river of time and past events are rocks that help you keep your feet dry. Parents can be like those rocks which help shore you up. And yet, we must recognize that parents can be like slippery rocks who give little stability at all and can be tricky to deal with, if not dangerous as can be the case with physically or emotionally abusive parents, alcoholics, or absent parents. Nonetheless, once those who live with those particularities have waded through the turbulent and tricky waters of their history, we are all called in some way to honor our father, and our mother. Every parent, every single parent, has done something or not done something, said something or not said something that a child didn't like. As the child, you still find a way to honor the parent. You may disagree with the parent. You, may, you can still respect that they had something to do with your creation, with your life. And you may not like a parent, but you can still find something in their life to be grateful for and honor the mystery of your origins. Honor the mystery of your origins. One of the most basic facts of our existence is that some persons die and others are born that lives succeed each other. Our lives are lived between other lives which came before or which are to come after. It proceeds out of one life and goes into one which is to follow. These days, it is not uncommon to see kids, maybe not all kids, but to see some kids who take their parents for granted. I never took mine for granted. <clears throat> As though parents exist only for the benefit and convenience of the child. It's at times like that that we as parents want to remind our children, honor your father and your mother. The word honor in Hebrew, in the Old Testament, is kavod which means more than honor. It means, it means weight. It means substance. It means authority. We honor our parents when we give them weighty consideration 
when deciding on things. It doesn't mean we have to do it exactly the way they would have done it. But we give it weighty consideration. What would mom do? What would dad do? Or want me to do? The obvious focus of this commandment is on the child's relationship with his or her parents. But when you consider it more deeply, you realize that parents have a sacred trust in raising their children. Parents are to look to God for the paradigm of how to raise their family. Parents have a significant responsibility for shaping their children and being there for them. In Proverbs 22.6 we read, Train a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. Exactly what that means for every parent is hard to say. Everyone's situation and personality will be slightly different. Perhaps it is like, like holding a young bird in your hand. Hold it too tightly, and you risk killing it. Hold it too lightly, and you risk letting it go before it's able to fly. It's hard to say what is just right for every parent, which is why every parent never gets it always just right. Parents need to take their appropriate responsibility for passing on values, morals, and faith. So often I see parents who think it happens automatically. It's just going to happen, especially when it comes to faith. With little intentionality or effort on their part, almost as if they expect someone else, teachers or other people, to do it or if it will just happen by osmosis. I want you to listen to William Willimon, who was the chaplain at, at Duke University for many years. He wrote, I've met a number of parents who have gotten the notion that while parents should train their children in academic and vocational skills, they should not impose ethical or religious values upon their children. There was a father who told me when I asked why his 12-year-old son was not in church one Sunday, well, he doesn't seem to care to, too much for church, and after all, you can't force him to go, can you? This same father, I noted, had no problem forcing his child to go to baseball practice, junior high school, piano lessons, and Boy Scouts. I assume that he imposes those activities upon his son because, as a parent, he is sincerely convinced that participation will make for a richer and more satisfying life for his son in the future. Why not feel the same way about the church? Why not? Indeed. Now I know there comes an age where you can't make kids do what they don't want to do. But without regular exposure in the body of Christ, how else will a child grow up to be a follower of Jesus? A member of Christ's body in the world. We are stewards of our children called to love sacrifice, and understand. It has been said, you can't do anything about the family you were born into, but you can do something about the family your children are born into. 
Which is to say, whether you are married or a single parent, your role is very important. This, this hinge commandment really goes both ways to the generation before and to the generation that follows. And that's why as parents, we can be transitional people. Looking to continue the best of our heritage and upbringing and changing those things which are not helpful in passing on. Most of us know the faults of our parents very well. And my guess is many of you who are parents decided which things of your parents you were going to continue to instill in in your children and which things you were going to move away from and do differently. I saw this in my own parents. My own parents came from families where they knew their parents loved them, but it was a time when emotions and feelings weren't demonstrated and weren't shown. There was not a lot of affection in the homes my parents grew up in, physical affection. When my parents got married and started having kids, they intentionally had a conversation about that and they decided they were going to change that. And they were very affectionate with us. And I am blessed by that to this day. And that's one of the things I chose to continue with my children and grandchildren. My parents weren't perfect. I'm not perfect. But you you take those things that are worth sharing and you continue to pass them on generation to generation. I was talking with a church member a while back and they said, you know, your morals and values have been passed down and that your kids honor you when you have grandkids. Your kids honor you when you have grandkids. Honor your father and mother. To children, this means give consideration to your parents. They should carry a lot of weight when making decisions. And to parents, you are God's appointee for the nurture of those lives entrusted to you. Care for them well. Be worthy of the weight they will give you. Sometimes we don't realize how much stock our kids put in to what we do and what we say. They're watching. They're watching. If you go back later today or sometime this week to our passage from Matthew, you will see how when Jesus referred to this fifth commandment, he was really talking about honoring all people. Those who have come before and those who will come after. It doesn't have to do with with what we eat or drink or observing the letter of the law. It is what proceeds out of a person's mouth and life, which if you think about it, is what the commandments we've been dealing with these past weeks have been all about, and which Jesus referred to in our text. Honor your father and your mother. Honor the mystery of your origins. So whose history is it? 
Well, of course, it's, it's theirs. It's your parents. But like it or not, their history is your history as well. Just as yours will be your children's and your children's children. Parents are sort of like shuttles on a loom, connecting threads of the past to threads of the future while leaving a beautiful pattern along the way. Providing honor to the previous generation and to the succeeding one, that's a special role and history. And through it all, when we honor others who have gone before and who come after, we are honoring God from whom we all come.